bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing better. This is post-surgery Grognard. In case anybody didn't know, I had my... my uh, pancreas and my spleen removed due to uh, due to stones and the fact that they may have seen a little cancer there which has turned out to be benign more or less so I'm missing practically all of my pancreas and definitely all of my spleen but I'm back and my voice is now back Kind of like your drunk best, your drunk best friend, after a five-day bender, decided to come back. I was having trouble for a while, but hey, it's back. Hey, listen, I wanted to talk about the God card as a as a game master. Never talked about that before because it's something I don't like to do. But we will talk about that after this. All right. The God card, what I mean is, there are people out there, there are game masters out there who think, okay, I am God. Some people put it as a, as abbreviation, game, what is it? Game operator developer, something like that. But their idea is, I run the world, I'm God, and I never, hardly ever, there's, okay, that's kind of a thing where I put the God card in a glass case and I put on there, in case of emergency, break glass. Because it's not something I like or want to use. Which is a good thing. Because as far as I'm concerned, again, you know my philosophy. I think the game happens at the table with everybody there. It's just the game master has kind of a unique part in the whole thing. And that's, you know, that because that's the way the game's set up, really. As far as I'm concerned, there's some people who would argue with me about that, but I say poo-poo to them. So, the God card to me is only pulled out when someone is blatantly, a player is blatantly just abusing the whole game. Not even the, not even the rules, abusing the game and abusing the players. And if someone gets so obnoxious about rules and their character and such and such, you're going to have to, it's, it's like in real life, you're going to have to push me really hard to retaliate to you. I'm talking about both verbally and physically. But at the same time, I don't take no crap. I don't think any game master should have to take any crap. Then again, you know, the players should take crap, too. I mean, there's stuff going on the other side. You know, if you have an obnoxious game master, you always have the right to rock, walk away. But to me, the, being the game master, it's a little different because, you know, people walk away, you don't have a game. And that's, uh, you know, that's part of his job is making the game. So the God card, I think, should not be used... Like I said, a dire, dire emergency. Because as far as I know, people say, oh, I'm not God. I am the world. I am nature. 
and I say, okay, I'm going to take a step back from that. Since this is all an adventure we are creating at, at the table, the game master is the narrator. He's the guy who tells the story that happens around these other characters who make their own story. This is them making their story, and this is the world reacting to the rest of the world reacting to them. And the narrator's the one who kind of, kind of, you know, it, he's the one who facilitates it. You know, he's the guy who said, said Dirk, or something like that. And that, to me, is, that's the, that's what, that's what GMs do. Yes, sirree. That's what GMs do because they're the narrator. They're the ones who set up the whole adventure. And the adventure can go anywhere you want or anywhere the table wants. And the narrator should be following along. I'm sorry, other GMs who are lazy like me, yes, you have to take notes. You have to keep keep up with them. But you know what? I found out that's a lot of the fun of being a game master is keeping up with the players. It really is. And I know this is kind of a, this may not be a revelation to most of you, but you know how I speak to the noobs a lot. And that's the whole thing. Being a game master is being part of an adventure. Don't forget that. You may be the, if you're a ship, you may be the, the bow or the navigation but you're still part of a ship with other th other parts on it, sailing through this adventure. Now, I don't believe in running a ship by committee, so the players, they are more like the the guys on the ship who run these things. It's it's like the game master is the navigator and the captain. These are all the crewmen. Who are like what's one's running the radar, one's the gunnery, one's the things like that, depending on what their characters do. And being the captain of the ship, you have some control over them, but you know, being a captain of a ship doesn't mean that everybody's gonna do everything to your liking or expect to do anything. I'm not saying they're unpredictable, but you know, it, it happens. You know, they want to do this instead of that. Okay, you let them do that instead of that, and then you navigate the ship. You do the narration. Let's go back to narrator. The, the ship's a nice analogy, but let's, let's go back to narrator. The narrator, like I said, is the one. I found the best example of that in movies is watch the Winnie the Pooh shorts that Disney did in the 60s. Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree, The Blustery Day, and Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2. Watch those because the narrator is, I mean, they even acknowledge, they break the fourth wall and acknowledge the narrator occasionally. My favorite part is at the end of the, the third one, near the end of the, the climax of the third one, uh, the narrator, he address, he breaks the fourth wall and he he addresses Tigger, saying, oh, you really messed up this time. He says, oh, who are you? He says, I'm the narrator. And he said, please narrate me out of this. And you know what? The GM has to be able to do that, too. Now, I'm not saying he should give up all control of the players, nor should I say he should run the players' characters or where they're going. But at the same time, he has to be behind the scenes like, like Oz, 
behind the curtain pulling levers and pushing buttons and things like that to make sure that they have the best time, to make sure that they have the best experience. If they're going to do something, we're going to find out what, what happens, and I'm going to figure out what happens. And if I can save their butts, I'll save their butts. But sometimes, you know, that doesn't work. You can't save their butts. So, you, to me, I try to cushion the blow as much as possible, but a blow there is going to happen. That I'm not, I'm not going to say, I've, I've got to say, here's what I've said. You've got to take each situation as it comes. Each individual situation. Sometimes, and we're getting back to fudging dice rolls and things like that again. But like I said before, when I said I don't want to fudge dice rolls anymore, you know, I don't want to do all that crap behind the screen. It's, uh, once again, I say I will do everything in my power to make sure the characters survive. But it's their job to survive. I will suggest a die roll or two. If something bad happens, I will suggest a die roll or two. This is why we have saving throws. Saving throws are for, okay, their their rear is in a sling. Roll it to see how bad of a sling it is. The classic example is dragon, dragon breath. Okay, everybody save for half damage. There's still damage happening, but it's not as bad as this other guy who didn't make his save who takes the full brunt of it. So, that's that's the GM's job, and the God card should be put away, like I said, in a glass case in case of emergency break glass. And I have yet to ever use that. I have yet to ever break that glass and use that card. You had to push me pretty hard to get me to use that card. And I hope I never have to. I'm not, it's, and I'm not trying to threaten or anything. It's just that, you know, you've got, you've got more than one pissy player to deal with at the table. You've got a whole table full of people. And to me, the GM's responsibility is do as much as he can to make it an enjoyable evening, experience, session, whatever, for everybody at the table. Now, you can't please all the people all the time. Otherwise, this situation wouldn't come up. But, you know, you've got to, I've got to go with majority rules. I've got to go with what's fun for the most people at the table. And if it just turns out that, you know, there's some people who say, okay, this isn't, you know, they'll leave after the game, so it just isn't my kind of game. You know, but that's what things like Session Zero are about. You sit, you talk about how you run the game and what you do. And, you know, that wheeze out a lot of people who don't think, okay, I'm going to look for something else because this isn't really my thing. Okay, fine. No harm, no foul. But, you know, if you're going to be, if you're going to be a real, you know, a real bad, you know, you're a real jerk about it. You know, the God card is there. Believe me, it's there. Okay? The one where I say, well, I'm running the game and this happens. But the rules say, I don't care what the rule says. I'm running the game and this happens. You've got to have that in your back pocket. You really do. I'm sorry to say. The players in their back pocket say, okay, I don't like the way you're running the game. I'm leaving. I'm not going to be in the game anymore. Okay, fine. You know, that's your get-out-of-jail-free card. Mine is the God card. 
So anyway, I got to go start my day. So of aching and painkillers. So if you like this or anything else or want to talk about this, oldmaygrognar at gmail.com. Also, we do have, also there's a leaving a voicemail on Anchor would be a good thing. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, and John Allen Large. Thanks, guys. Don't forget about Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast. Great listen. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. And my buddy Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.